Hello, ladies and gentlemen, it's Proclamation News and Gavins. I want you to do more for God than you did yesterday. It's Professor Johnson. It's versus LBC Radio. Proclamation News and Gavins versus LBC Radio. All right. It's a special edition today, special episode. Nigel Farage, I'm talking about Nigel Farage, LBC producer, presenter. Oh, absolutely. Oh, it's like a slight numbing to the ears. Nigel Farage told the laughing stock Corbyn will never regain trust in Scotland. Labour Party is a laughing stock in Scotland, and Jeremy Corbyn never regain the trust of the Scottish voters to win his party's extra seats back at the next general election. An LBC caller told Nigel Farage, a Scottish Scottish voter called Suzanne told the Brexit party leader she believed the Labour Party could never again regain the seats it lost to the SNP in 2017 general election. She claim she has claimed people in Scotland do not trust Labour leader Jeremy Corbyn, and warned many people do not even think the Labour Party should exist in our country. She said, "People in Scotland hate Labour, and they are actually voting Conservative. Conservatives now it's so tragic. Don't blame him to vote Conservative. Definitely not um, the Brexit Party. Please, please, please." They're actually a laughing stock up here in Scotland. It was the referendum. Labour, where I live, went around terrifying people. She added, people are now speaking up. They don't trust Jeremy Corbyn. They don't like him and they hate the Labour Party up here. A lot of people believe they shouldn't be in Scotland anymore asked whether she believed the Labour Party could even win back seats in the Scottish Parliament, she replied, never, never. (laughs) The comments come as an annual leader party conference in Brighton was overshadowed overshadowed by a momentum attempt to oust Deputy Leader Tom Watson, who has been a a prominent critic of Jeremy Corbyn. The The party's ruling NEC drew back from an immediate vote on whether to recommend abolishing the position of deputy leader. Speaking to reporters on Saturday morning, Jeremy Corbyn has said the NEC agreed this morning that we are going to consult on the future of diversifying the deputy leadership position to reflect the diversity of our society. Mr Corbyn claimed it was a happy and united mood at the NEC and their conference will be totally united on defeating this Tory government. Early on Saturday, Mr Watson had said he was taken by surprise at the NEC ambush on Friday night, telling the BBC that it had not been on the agenda and he would send his apologies to the meeting. Mr Watson told the BBC there was no warning. I got a text message in a Chinese restaurant in Manchester to say that they were abolishing me. The Labour's frontbencher claimed his stance on Brexit, where he backs a second referendum for a parliamentary election. Unlike the leader Jeremy Corbyn, is behind efforts by some of his party to move him. Mr Watson 
was branded a move as a straight sectarian attack on a broad church party. Adding, what it shows is that this conference is supposed to be a platform for what we could be a general election in six weeks. It's a straight sectarian attack on a broad church party and it's moving us into a different kind of institution with a pluralism isn't tolerated. Proclamation news and gatherings. I mean, what are your thoughts on Mr Nigel Farage anyhow? The LBC radio presenter, the whiskey alcoholic, he could be well within a chance becoming our Prime Minister. Is that what the country really wants and needs? I think, at the two, I'd prefer Jeremy Corbyn. But as it stands, we're far better off with Boris Johnson. I cannot stand the sight or the voice of Mr Nigel Farage. He also looks like a guppy fish face, the sour, bitter man he has become. His Brexit party shows no remorse of his own optimism, of which came allegedly from Theresa May's Article 50, the Brexit. He was called UKIP before. TM made up Article 50. It's astonishing and also an applaudable response from Proclamation News and Gavins. I don't know what your thoughts. What are your thoughts on uh, Farage? I mean, I don't want Jeremy Corbyn to become Prime Minister, absolutely not. I'm just saying out the two. I mean, what are your thoughts on Mr Farage? I mean, he's radio presenter. He's good, supposedly. But he's drinking whiskey, possibly, behind the microphone. He could be the running for Prime Minister to lead our country, to lead the United Kingdom under the influence of alcohol under the influence of alcoholism, the sin of God, the sin of all people, the worst culprit to bring us down, to make us ill, despite his own optimism. Would you vote, not Mr Nigel Farage, as Prime Minister? I do not sin in the way of narcotics, in the way of alcoholism, and he wants the world in his hands. Nigel Farage, you're going to vote for Nigel Farage. Hear me out here. We want optimism. We want someone with vision. He's got whiskey, Jack Daniels, whatever, blowing his vision. He admitted it. He's, got, he's part alcoholic. What are your thoughts on Mr Nigel Farage? Please call in. Anyway, we're going over to uh, Miss Diane Abbott. Here we have Miss Diane Abbott. She certainly is an elusive wire. God bless this woman as an MP. Here it says, bring it on as Abbott vows to take fight on Tories, despite voting against it twice. Diane Abbott sent a striking message to Boris Johnson at the Labour Party conference in Brighton, urging the Prime Minister to bring on a general election, despite her party against holding an early poll twice this month. Addressing Labour Party members at the annual conference in Brighton, the Shadow Home Secretary claimed her party would tackle the causes of crime in the UK and end indefinite immigration definitions. Miss Miss Abbott praised herself for having the honour of being the first black woman MP in the House of Commons and blasted the Conservative Party for allowing the EU migration to be the next 
wind, wind by scandal. It's in the making. I mean, Mrs. Diane Abbott, what are your thoughts on Diane Abbott? The Labour front, front bench have received a standing ovation when she claimed partly that Jeremy Corbyn and the party's new policies will ensure their victory at the next general election. She said, we are on the verge of a general election. And I believe that under Jeremy's leadership, with the policies that we're revealing this week and your commitment, we will win. So I say to Boris John, Johnson, bring it on. Professor Johnson, I don't think personally Jeremy Corbyn is up to Boris Johnson's standard. However, he is far more equipped than Nigel Farage's Brexit party. I mean, Corbyn does deserve, deserve some respect as a professional. After all, he hasn't been an alcoholic. Her message to Prime Minister, however, comes after Labour rejected the opportunity of a snap election proposed by the government twice earlier this month. Boris Johnson tabled two motions to call for an early general election in the Commons before arguing Parliament for five weeks just before conference recess began. But the opposition parties have refused both attempts at a general election with Labour Party's MPs abstaining from voting on both occasions. Its Labour leaders Jeremy Corbyn claimed his party, amended at ensuring a no-deal Brexit scenario, was taken off the table by an extension to Article 50 before it could commit to an early vote. But with speaking to BBC's Andrew Marr on Sunday morning, the Labour leader refused to spell out whether he would support the option to remain in the EU or what leaving with a deal potentially negotiated by the, his government in a second Brexit referendum. Mr Corbyn then said, We'll put both views to the British people and say this is the best deal we could get. This is the Remain and hopefully reform option. But speaking as an anti-Brexit rally on Saturday, Shadow Foreign Secretary Emily Formby said she could, she would never campaign for Labour, leave Brexit. The United General Secretary and Corbyn's ally Len Muskley told Sky News' Sophie Ridge that Miss Thornberry and the other members of the Shadow Cabinet unable to support Jeremy Corbyn's Brexit position should step aside. It's Miss Diane Abbott has had some rifts with other members of Parliament over her skin tone, of which is dark skin. She's made claims of racism attacks. It's a bit bizarre. I don't think it was done with an exempt to cause a threat. But just to state this truth, half of my family are black also. Maybe if it was said with spite, she could have made that allegation. Anyway, I'm not here today to bring her or her party down. I want to be on civil on the radio. She may have her reasoning. What are your thoughts on Miss Abbott and her, her Labour Party? I'll give you a couple of moments to answer that. And here's your answer. She's in black and white every time. It's in black and white every time. Anti-Sentinism party. Very, very racial. Culturistic. It's not very futuristic. Absolutely not. I'm going to show you why. I want you to see why. The police investigate anti-Semitic banner. It's hung up outside Labour's party conference. In Brighton, are the police being over dramatic? Here, wouldn't you agree? 
The police are investigating an anti-Semitic banner that has been put upside the Labour Party conference in Brighton. A photo has emerged on social media of the cartoon hanging on the fence outside Brighton Centre on Sunday. A leaflet shown a laser weapon destroying the Jewish Labour flag and a call to rid our party of the Jewish Labour movement is also reportedly circulating at the conference. The Banners cartoon deposits Labour's leader Jeremy Corbyn gesturing at a podium that bears the Palestine flag and the writing Palestine's rights. Oh my goodness, I say, we are now, we we read on, we see more torment. Ouch, I can see clearly now. But behind him, a man bearing similarity to Israel, Israelia, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, can be seen in a blue jet, emblazoned with a star of David and the words, the lobby, and it re- uh, releases a missile with the word, defamation written across it. A speech bubble coming from a man in the jet reads anti-Semitite, anti-Semite, anti-Semite. Besides a cartoon, a caption reads the IHRA, International Holocaust Remembrance Alliance. Tell the NEC, National Executive Committee, how you feel. It's Professor Johnson. You can clearly see why Watchdog on the warpath quite a lot. Mr Corbyn, you really need to be careful, is all I can strongly suggest. The person who posted the photo online said horrendous to see an anti-Semitic cartoon outside the UK Labour conference for the second year running. I feel sick and unwelcome as a Jewish member to have to walk past the racist bile on the wall into conference. In a statement, Sussex Police have been been involved in and said we are aware of the strength of feeling around the banner displayed outside the Labour Party conference at the Brighton Centre today. We do have officers present and, do, uh, and we are dealing with the matter. The Labour Party has been marred by claims that some of its members have expressed anti-Semitic views. In 2016, Mr Corbyn announced an independent inquiry into anti-Semitism and other forms of the racism in the party. The inquiry reported while the Labour Party was not overrun by anti-Semitism, there was an occasionally toxic atmosphere and made recommendations about how to deal with this. It's absolutely shocking, absorbing behaviour. really is. I don't know what your thoughts go out to is time and time again anti-sensitism quotes all the time does not does not brush with me whatsoever it's question time for the love of God in Jesus name I want you to say Amen I want you to do more for God than you did yesterday King Herod King Herod heard the news of the birth of Jesus. He unleashed terror upon the territory in a bid to terminate the plan of God. It is highly unbelievable and imaginable the extent of wickedness that the human beings can contrive against each other. 
when their hearts and minds remain unregenerate. Unregenerate. In the converse, God's love, his protection and provisions for his children is also unfavorable. While he was not promised us a life free of challenges, his promise never to leave us. How can we overcome different challenges in life? Give me your answers. Give me your stories. How can we overcome different challenges in life? I'll read that again. It's question time for the love of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Do more for God today than you did yesterday. It's King Herod heard the news of the birth of Jesus. He unleashed terror upon the territory in a bid to terminate the plan of God. It is highly unbelievable and imaginable the extent of wickedness that human beings can contrive against each other when their hearts and minds remain unregenerate. In the converse of God's love, his protection and provision for his children and also unfathomable. He has not promised us a life free of changes. He has promised never to leave us. So how can we come different changes in life? Ignore them. Time is the only healer for Christianity. That is my answer anyhow. What is yours and why? What is your answer on that story? What, give me your answer, please. Love to hear your answer. It's proclamation news and gatherance with Professor Johnson. It's taking caller. Please feel free to call in. Anyway, at the homeless shelter, I'm working there, as you know, in the food bank. A uh, homeless shelter supporting homeless people. And uh, I'm a support worker at the food bank also. So, um, we've got a guy in there. Everyone down the further street that's staying there has moved out of their house. He's now in the homeless shelter. Everyone at the homeless shelter want to be more homeless than it really are due to the noise. It's ridiculous. He needs a special room or a ventilator for his snoring. I can see what all the fellas are moaning about in the homeless shelter. This guy snoring. Someone sent me a video. Oh my goodness. The noise he makes snoring. I've never heard someone snore so bad in my life. It's um, oh my God, it's absolute disturbance. The snoring is like a, I can't even describe, it's like a pig. I mean, I've heard of guys moaning, whinging before. I thought, what are they even whinging about? And I heard the guy snore. My goodness. He's a big coloured fella. Like I, like I say, I'll repeat myself. I've got, my mum is black, just so you know. Don't take me, uh, the way I pronounce things, I just say it like I'm, you know, partly black myself. But um, yeah, please take that on board, I'm not being racist or in the slightest. Just um, the big black fella was snoring, he snores like a blooming pig. Oh mate, I've never heard nothing like it. What a shocking, but mostly disturbing noise I heard. Really, really is terrible. Absolute shocking. It's proclamation as a government. Professor Johnson, um, always welcome on board. Please subscribe and please share your views on the stories. So make sure you call in. We can have call in time now. Uh, tell me about your weekend, your Monday morning, or your futuristic.
o'clock on Mason Noon Governs. Thank you very much.